Levac and guys live at the hideaway at Saratoga Lake Golf Club. It is Monday night football, my friends. It's a beautiful day. Everything's special. Everyone's happy, except for that old fart, Tom Brady. Um, he doesn't do well at night. It's a new, it's a known thing. And me, I'm not happy either, but uh, no one's watching it, so I can say whatever the f- I want. How's that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, two people are watching. I got to start behaving myself just a little bit more. Um, it is, uh, it's always good to be here at the hideaway, of course. Uh, we, we, Pick some special games to be here. We got great prizes for you. It's the beginner of Founders Week, so um, the all-day IPA is on tap, ready to go. The amazing staff here at the Hideaway is ready to bring you your beverages, ready to bring you the, some of the best food in the Capital Region. Um, and I made sure that God didn't get to eat it before the show, so hopefully he gets hangry and like attacks a waitress. That's my goal: is Gazi Bear to go to go full in. Hey, speaking of happy, oh, she couldn't um, hear me. I was just roaring at her, curing at her. It worked though. She waved back. I'm just saying. Man, there's something about that beard and the gimp finger. Finger, that's, I think got her. Right. That finger couldn't like if you put a, a leather mask on it, locked it in a box, it would hop out at a weird moment during Pulp Fiction. That is the gimp <laughs> finger. That is what is up with that. Uh, Founder special is a great, great, great time here at the Hideaway. As per Yeesh, love being here at the Hideaway. Um, I see John Tangiel has said hello all, but I don't see him. He's usually sitting at the bar watching the show. There, um, Gurkha's watching. Normally, when Tom Gurkha says I'm watching, I close my blinds. Uh, but, you know, t- today it's, it's fine. He's watching. Uh, of course, the show is available for you when we do it live on the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, the Hideaway Facebook page today, as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. And uh, it'll always be there. It lives there afterwards. But you can also get it Apple, Spotify. Um, if you pay well, Trout here will whisper it into your ear lovingly after the show. So Transcript of the show? He just Yeah, he just sits there and goes... We're live at the hideaway, Founders Week. God said roar. Um, yeah, it's like one of them ASMRs things or whatever. Yeah, right, right. yeah. If you're watching, by the way, on one of those platforms, don't forget we're getting away prizes at halftime of Buccaneers Giants. Oh no, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Um, I'm leaving at seven. You are. Yeah. Why? J- John Tanchiel said he'll be here. Uh, he works till seven, then he'll be here. Okay. Well. So I'm leaving. I'm leaving at seven. Um, that's that's the deal. That's the deal. <laughs> We've been told we're going to be giving away prizes whether Levac is here or not. Of a cut, a cutout version of Levac. I thought here. you just called me a really bad word no, for no, a second. No, 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 no. Like you tripped over your word just a little bit, and I, was, I thought you said Levac is a, and it rhymes with bunt for baseball. And I was oh my like, God, I was, yeah, that? it sounded like oh, it. It sounded like what? I was like, I gotta be honest with you. I was impressed. Oh, I was happy that you said no, that about me. No. I would, listen, I'll never say it about a woman, but I'll say it about another dude. It's fun. Wait for the comments. Well, Goss definitely said that. <laughs> I heard it. I heard what it. Was the, what was the oh, uh, chitty chitty bang bang? You said chitty chitty gang bang on the air one time. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Go box. Yeah. No, go, no, go blue. Go blue. For those who don't oh. know that story, for especially people listening oh, to the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yeah. Buccaneers. Go blue. Go big blue. Yeah. That's what I think. I, uh, once confused that great movie with dick van dyke (laughs) but you were like it was such a clean so yeah if you don't know it was such a clean conversation and guys got really excited to talk about what was next and he said chitty chitty gangbang and i stopped and just kind of looked at him but kept going with the conversation because i i I couldn't tell if he snuck it in as a joke or if he or if it was just a slip of the tongue and sure enough, just people started hammering us on social media. And guys was like, guys getting angry. He's like, I did not. We pulled over the tape. He did. <laughs> I and I have him. never been prouder. I played my freshman quad Olympic team. I had to official that 
Yeah. That was the name of it? Yeah, that was the name. <laughs> All right, so great night, of course, Monday Night Football. You heard Go Bucks, which is for uh, Brady and the Buccaneers. Here at the highway, you can see the game everywhere, and of course, great food and amazing people, and yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. That's what I think. Good. You like I that? Agree. I think it's All right, good show. I'll see you guys. Uh, was it Saturday? We'll be back here for Michigan versus Ohio State. And uh, have a good night. No, we have to no? continue the oh, show. No, all right. Get all, right. That. Uh, all right. I feel like I had a really good wagering weekend. Not a good four o'clock yesterday, but the majority of my weekend, phenomenal. From Thursday night through, I made enough money that when the Cowboys pooped the bed and the Raiders, then like rolled around and said pooped bed and pooped in it more. Um, I was okay. I was all right. Um, that's how bad it was. Yeah. That's how bad both teams were. I want to say I was above average. I don't know where that falls in your pooping analogy, but I guess um, yeah, clean wipe. There were upsets. In I hope nobody's eating dinner. And if you aren't, you should eat dinner here at the hideaway. I'll stop with the poop talk when you walk in. Upsets, not really though, right? Like Oregon was a dog in the game against Utah. Yep. Michigan State got destroyed by Ohio State. Yep. So, Which that made me feel good because I know Boston Dan said it, and I kind of rolled my eyes, like not rolled my eyes, but like perked my eyebrows up. Like, you really don't think I think Ohio State could a hundred percent roll on Michigan State. And the only reason I thought that is historically leading up to Michigan, Ohio State, or at least I should say during the Harbaugh era era, um, Ohio State handles business and Michigan doesn't. So I was like, listen, I think they're just to prove they can, they'll win by 20. 30 they'll cover and sure enough they covered oh they covered they look good cj shroud i think it's the first time since like week one of the college football season you didn't hear all the geniuses go sure he's good but he's the fourth best guy on that offense the third best guy that whatever like people were just like damn that was super impressive i agree with everything you said there that it can only at some point stop avoiding giving cj stroud credit for how good he was and that's spot on too about ohio state it's a stacked team i like some of the stats we've heard that our guy trout who's an ohio state fan said it was 17 yeah. straight drives at one point they'd score a touchdown <sighs> it's insane how about the other it's stat insane. that over the last nine games they've beaten teams combined by more than 300 points ridiculous <laughs> at how good ohio state is with that so again like you mentioned we get the matchup here from the hideaway 10 30 to noon we'll be staying for the entire game for ohio state and michigan for that saturday noon kickoff um, Oregon going down shakes things up a little bit in the college football playoff rankings. We're likely going to see Cincinnati for the first time crack the top four. They've mm. got two more games left to go. A regular season. Would be funny if they didn't though, right? And they and they choked it away in the American Conference. No, no, no. Like no, they went out, but just I I could see I could see the committee holding them back as long as possible because you know the committee. The only thing the committee likes more than getting like a solid playoff bracket together is making sure that you freak out about that playoff bracket right in the last minute by the way Corey, Corey and greenwich hi guys oh yeah go blue that's that's what he's contributing to thank you Corey. yeah <laughs> um and then and chad uh tell trout nothing good comes from ohio um well where are you chad where are you i didn't i don't i come to the hideaway for three reasons okay the food the beverages and chad those that's why that's why i come here if anybody and can, that may not be the order I show up for either. Where is Chad? Bobby right. Moynihan, if anyone remembers that old school video from <laughs> the YouTube bowels, where is Chad? Yes. <laughs> Did you see Chad's in YouTube's bowels? All right. Well, Bobby. good luck. Good luck, Chad. I hope everything comes out clean. Uh, <laughs> I, it was, it, it was, guys is not getting through today's show. <laughs> 
I am in a weird mood. I don't know if you can tell. I didn't sleep well last night. I did not. My my mouthpiece worked great, but there was like noises. There was things going on. My house might be haunted. I don't know. There's a lot of things going on. So it's like I'd pass out. I'd be good. And then like at one moment, the weird cat dive bomb me, woke me up. I'm like, what the hell? What is that? Then the new dog is going nuts in the house. And this is going on. And that's going on. I'm just like, all right. I see how you are, world. I'm going to take this out on Goss tomorrow, live from the hideaway. <laughs> Can the integrated sleep center stop ghosts? Is that a thing? We know. I, I got to believe that if anybody could, like, I feel like Dr. Ear would sit him down and just have a nice conversation with him, explain why they need to move on to the other side and be done. He's just, <laughs> he's that nice of a guy. I've, in, in years and years of knowing Dr. Fred Dreer from the Integrative Sleep Center, I've only heard him threaten one person. And it was Goss. And, <laughs> and Goss, you don't even know this. Goss was giving him a hard time and he just looked over at me and went, he knows I can sneak into his house and pull all his teeth, right? <laughs> what, is that? what the hell? You were giving him a hard time about something. I don't even remember what it was. And he's like, you tell guys. And then he like instantly like oh wrote back God. laughing. And he's like, he's no, he's like the, legitimately the nicest guy on the planet. And you upset him. I'm going to so, lock my doors from you, Doc. You should. All right? You should. Well, it doesn't. By you. He's, he's, he's good. So Ohio uh, State, Michigan, Saturday is living up to the hype. Auburn and Alabama. Savings energy for Saturday. <laughs> Alabama is tested by the Hogs. Turn on it, new Um, By the way, I'm gonna need a, if Chad's saving his energy for Saturday, I'm gonna need a ride. Oh yeah, I already planned on that. For oh, you did? As well. Okay, we'll figure that out. Yeah, I'm all right. Uber day. We got back-to-back Uber shows coming up. I feel like over the next two weeks for you and I, we have to take a show. What off. is that? 10:30 to noon on Saturday. We're here uh, for the show, and I'm sure we're and then the game. The game. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying oh, yeah. for the show. I just got to figure out what time to make my kid drive me here. What's up? Uh, live from Hunter. Also, you Albany, unfortunately, their season is nah. over in Syracuse. Yeah. Is two and one end the year. Night. Two and one end the year for for you Albany. You know what? There was this like really heartfelt moment though happened on Twitter. Carl Mofor tweeted out like, "Just I can't believe it's over, whatever." And then Coach Catuso like talked about what a great person he is. And then like Mofor wrote back about like, "You're gonna make me cry," kind of thing. And it was like I was watching it, and I could kind of see these two like alpha male tough guys like as close as they're going to come to hugging another dude that they're not related to, you know, but they do it over Twitter. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm going to find you both. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to be a transit hug. I'm just going to get in and hug you guys. <laughs> like that's, that's the thing is you have a year where nothing goes right. And, and the guy who I would think Beaufort had as much on the line as anybody this year, his last year in college, you know, everything he does, if he's going to have a chance to be an undrafted free agent, maybe maybe a seventh rounder or something of that nature, maybe six. I don't know. Let's get crazy. I mean, who knows? Like it would have been it would have been born on the field. And all he can think about is how much he loved his experience at UAlbany and his coaches. And what an amazing career when you think back for Carl Mofor, because the first time you and I heard of him, he was in a backup role. Yeah. E.B. Token he, Hanks. E.B. Token Hanks. Exactly right. We're like, wait a second. This Mofor guy's really good. And he continued to build, continue to build. We know everything that happened with other college athletes with COVID and what happened across the board. And maybe those games that we would have seen more Carmo for the legacy. I know Dev Holmes is like the spotlight name for a long time for you, Albany. And yeah. it became Carl's team and Jeff Undercultler. But like, totally agree with all that stuff you mentioned on social media that you wished it would have ended different for Carl Mofor and a lot of those other guys whose final season it is for the Great Danes. But you can see, like, you just, it's, it ended on such an up note that. I'm looking forward to seeing where, where it picks up. You know, we it almost feels like if if the 2019 playoff run and nothing, I'm, I'm almost feeling like I wish nothing had happened between that and, like, you know, la- the last three to four games. Right. Because it just – well, actually, the North Dakota State, I, I, I know this is something that if you didn't watch the game, you probably don't get it. They looked so good against North Dakota State for three quarters. They really didn't. And, then like, watching that, I was like, if they bottle this and bring this out every week with the exception of when they play Q's, 
they're going to win six, seven games. They're going to be in the playoff hunt. But it just never came together. The bounce, the ball never bounced the right way, everything like that. I, don't, I mean, I can make a million excuses because how much I love that team, uh, both the guys on the field and the guys coaching it. But it just you just saw it. It just never came together. See, you have that feeling about you, Albany. Uh, I feel as if Coach Catuso should be back for the team next season for 2022. I, think so. I, think I hope so. Because we can't ignore an all-time great historic season than a bad season. Like, you got to balance that off a little well, bit. Just, of this and not just a bad straight. season. Like, a, a world-stopping pandemic in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, sorry for interrupting you. No, you're totally right. No, the, no, it's exactly rude of me. Right. I apologize. It was rude. You have a horrible end of the season, plus... You have a horribly tough schedule. Right. Like, I know that's an excuse, but that's it's something that probably fatigued by you and I doing the schedule talk again. But go look at it. Right. Like it's so stupid difficult that you all had to get through that, especially through five games of the season. So great Danes. I feel like Coach Catuso is going to come back. Let's flip it over now to Syracuse because they got pounded by NC State. It was an unwatchable game. Uh I luckily joined you at Bacon Bash, showed up to Bacon Bash and said, like, that was a good time. don't put this on the television. <laughs> I can put it on my phone if I want to watch the continued slaughter of Syracuse. <laughs> and now they get ready for this. Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett comes to the Carrier Dome, one of the best mm. quarterbacks, could be the number one overall pick in the draft for Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh is playing for the opportunity to figure out what's going to happen with the ACC title game the following week. It's at 730 at night. So either means two things. One, somebody ESPN or college football thinks Syracuse can pull the upset and get to a bowl game. Or two, they want this to be a spotlight gate for Pickett, where they want McShay and Kuiper and everybody to be watching and be like, this is his game. He's the number one pick. That's what 730 kickoff might be for the carry dome. And Dino Baber said one of the most bizarre quotes of his entire tenure as a Syracuse coach. Final question of the final press conference of the season. I'm not sure who asked. I believe it was Stephen Bailey, 24-7 Sports goes. What do you think about your job security for 2022? And he said, uh, my school doesn't own my career. My school just has my job. In other words, like Ooh. if they fire me, my career is not over. Like, oh, like, why are you? What are you? Are you trying to be inspirational? Or are you trying to be like, well, that's, that sounds Ooh. like somebody who's already fired. Yeah, that sounds like somebody who does not expect to return. Like, you don't say that if you're if you're in a negotiation, and it's kind of like, hey, coach, just so you know, hey, we're about 50 50 right now. Unless you want out, you don't. That's not what you say. You, I think he's. I think it's he's. Maybe the handwriting's on the wall that that Cuse is ready to, to go another direction. Unless what, what is it? What are we two two more wins if he manages the clock better? Yeah, that's exactly it. Two more wins to go into a bowl game. If I'm a, as diehard as a Syracuse football fan as you can find, that's my team. I told you preseason if they get to six wins, I'd be thrilled. You're one win away from getting that done, so it's not like they're super below at preseason expectations. Maybe, I don't know, maybe like Washington called them. Maybe somebody out in like, I don't know, California. Maybe some random program just called him and said, we want him, even though his record hasn't been great. Well, I can't piece together why else that quote would be out there today. He's not He's not, He's not. not USC, but could he be the guy who takes the job of the guy who takes the USC job? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know it's like, I'm the dude, pretend to be the dude, it's not a dude, or whatever. Like, could he be like, like, is that what he's hearing? Is like, hey, you know, like, here's the deal. If Coach Smith and whatever takes the USC job, like we're hearing, you're on the short list to take that other job. That's possible. I don't know why else that quote came out today. It was, or will he strange. coach soccer in in England? Will he will he be in season three of Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. I think that's a possible thing that we should keep an eye on. So yes, I think it should. So unfortunately, Levac, uh, I don't know if our quest to the Pinstripe Bowl or Fenway Park Bowl or any other bowl game is going to be very likely to happen after. Saturday I'm still night. interested in going to the Pinstripe Bowl, regardless of who's in it. I have no interest in going to Fenway. 
I don't want to go there. It's a bad place. Bad people <laughs> go there. Bad, bad, bad people. I would, we, uh, actually, let me let me finish telling you about a good person real quick. Dr. Fred Dreer from the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Just a little while from here. That's uh, what, what, 15 minutes or so. You get over there. You, you, get, uh, you get the at-home sleep study, which is brilliant because you're in the real situation you sleep in, so you get real data. Then if you're like me and you have severe sleep apnea, you're not only snoring, but you're also you stop breathing in your sleep. Well, then they get custom made mouthpiece just for you, keeps your airway open, gets the snoring under control and allows you to get that good, you know, healing, restful sleep, which is what it's all about. You got to get you got to get the good sleep. You don't get the good sleep. You don't feel better. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. By the way, everybody always goes to me still. What about the mask? It's not a mask. It's a mouthpiece. It's really easy to use. Really easy to use. Okay. Um, quick, uh, quick note from Chad. Uh, Saturday, we'll be sampling a variety of great founders beers from the great state of Michigan. I wondered why he picked Founders Week. I wondered, and you just anybody who doesn't know this yet, Chad always has a motive. Everything Chad does has a motive. It really does. It does. He's like, oh, I love, I love founders. Let's do. Oh, I also love that founders is from Michigan. <laughs> Drink it, Trout. Drink it. He's a smart man, that Chad. I've always told you he's got that business mindset. It's up here, man. I got to stop doing that. It hurts my head. <laughs> Chad's got He knows what he's doing. He's, smart. he's a fart smell. I mean, uh, smart fella. Um, that's that's <laughs> that's what, what he is. Um, I, I did notice. Did you see a lot of like a lot of potential movement going on in the world of the New York Yankees? Today? I did. I did. I know see we're going we're gonna to get deep into football, talk about the not so rapid recap. This is technically like a Techies Tuesday today, even though it's Monday and we're at the hideaway. Um the Yankees looking extremely proactive right now. And and by proactive, that could mean that a couple of the guys who are usually rumored to be gone may finally be gone. And some of the guys who look, Luke Voigt wasn't rumored to be gone until the trade deadline last year, but there's a lot of people who feel like he's out and the guy from the A's is coming in. So Clint Frazier, is he gone? Yes. Yeah, he gone. He gone. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Clint Frazier. He gone. Aren't you excited that this past summer, Levac and I didn't have to do his ink? Clint Frazier going to get traded. Oh, Is I still did get, it. Did we? I still did it. <laughs> I mean, it was a year. I had to do it. You, you weren't always sitting next to me when I did it. Oh, but. no. <laughs> oh, you forget that some of us still had to do that job, friend. Oh, God. That had to have gotten to the point, like, is Cliff Lee a Yankee? Like, it just it was every right. single summer the same thing. Uh, I know Yankee fan probably doesn't care about now the future of Clinton Frazier, but we might look back at his career and say, boy, it was just the wrong spot for him for that franchise. If you're a Clinton Frazier fan, which some Yankee fans may become, it just was never the right fit. They had enough outfielders. He played where they got injured. He became a gold glove candidate after that botch he had against the Red Sox where he's a terrible outfielder. He was able to get a lot better and improve his game. It just never worked out for him to get the contract he wanted or the playing time he wanted in New York. I actually feel like with everything you just said, I could see him being like the next guy who, you know, Yankee fan. I was like, like Jay, Br- Jay Bruner came up through the, the system and never did much. All of a sudden he gets over in Seattle and he's a monster. Like there's these guys who, uh, you know, Sonny Gray gets traded over to the Yankees, leaves, and he's very good. Like all the things that Clint Frazier had to go through because of his personality and immaturity in New York – you're not, he's not going to have that same scrutiny back in Cleveland, San Diego, all these places. Actually, a ginger in San Diego may be a bad thing. It's a lot of sunscreen. A <laughs> lot of sunscreen. Pittsburgh, for that then. One. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Nicer, yeah. Someplace dark. So Seattle. It's, it's always scary. dark, yeah. and, and there's a dome. Um, 
I think he I think he could be very well suited for somewhere else. I just hope it's not someplace that like you see him for 19 games a year, like Boston, Baltimore, Toronto. And Toronto might be an amazing fit for him. You feel like for a guy like him, he just wants to get his money now. You know, I want to get to play. I, and I want to play. Get my money and play. Get the opportunity. Don't you? Yeah, don't, I was gonna say. Don't don't you think it's it, obviously it's always about money, like whatever. But don't you think he's one of those guys, Clint Frazier, that's gonna go? I'm now gonna prove to everybody that it wasn't me. It was the Yankees. It wasn't me. It was New York media. It basically it just wasn't me. I'm ready to go. I'm not sure if Frazier has shucked the I want to be a star. I think it's right. now motivated him so much that he thinks if he goes to one of those markets you listed that. I'll be the best player on the field. And that's not like, there's nothing wrong to have that mindset. It just rubs the media the wrong way in New York. But if he goes off and goes to one of those Seattle's Pittsburgh's, whatever, and ends up hell Baltimore and ends up being a star, maybe that's what he wants. I just hope he accidentally signs with the wrong Cleveland guardians. (laughs) And all of a sudden he's playing roller derby on Saturday nights. You know what I mean? It's just like, now here comes the judge. Yeah. And he's out there going crazy. Um, That would be great. I, I guess, it's weird. I'm both excited and not excited about the Yankees, like potential moves right now. Like I'm so into football, right? Even though the Raiders suck. Um, it, it's just, it's weird. Cause every year, hot stove meetings, stuff like that, I was always just so dialed in on what they were going to do next. I'd much rather watch the Arizona fall league. Uh, uh, we watched We watched uh, the Arizona fall league on a Saturday. We did. You watched some of it. I, I didn't saw want you. To. I didn't want to. So you can't. You, again, <sighs> it's irresistible. Skin. You can't turn away from the greatness it is, the Arizona Folly. So, <sighs> so I, I understand. But like, is there like as as an Orioles fan, do you ever care about hot stove? Not like being a jerk. I'm like, like in all sincerity. <laughs> like Yankees are always trying to make moves, always doing something. Orioles, every so often, you make you make a little splash. Like, do you care about hot stove time? Here's what I care about for hot stove time. I care if somebody really smart on Twitter tells me, here's what the Orioles did with their money to make it seem like it makes sense. I'm like, all right, you smart guy on Twitter. I'll agree with your take to give me confidence. That's what I do in the hot stove. Like, Yankee fan is different because you know your players, and you not even know your players. You know the minor leaguers. Like, Tyler Wade's a great example of this. Tyler Wade couldn't hit the ball ever when he played for the Yankees. He probably would have been a supplemental guy on other teams, a utility guy. He just got traded to the Angels. You know yeah, who he is. Glenn yeah. Frazier, same thing. You know who he is. Yankee fans go so deep with their knowledge of the roster, and maybe part of that is because of how often the team has been injured over the last four to five seasons. But that's the thing with the Yankees now is that, okay, like who is the big name they're going to bring in? I find one team that's hysterical. I just mentioned the Angels. I hope the Angels do this. All right, they bring in Tyler Wade. They bring in Noah Syndergaard. Yep. Our pal Jimmy Shapiro sent us an email today of most likely of this player to go there. The rumor is that Clayton Kershaw is the most likely to go to the Angels oh. rather than the Dodgers. Hold on, hold on, and please, yeah. uh, Jimmy Shapiro did not send us. He sends you emails. He's done with me. He's given up on me. <laughs> He's given. He, oddly enough, hasn't been able to find my email. Strange. I'm pretty sure I gave him your new email, <laughs> but he can't find my email. Whatever. Thanks, Jimmy. Jerk. How dare you? How dare you? Again, I, I, I'm. I have trouble even caring about baseball except for the Arizona Fall League. So uh, this must be what it's like to be a Baltimore fan. Oh, you just don't care. You just like on. is it like week three of the regular season when you stop caring and you don't care again until the opening day? Is Buster only here? <laughs> Buster, Ga- gauze, gauze. G-A-U-S-E. <laughs> All right, you ready to do a little uh, little football recap, or would you like to tell me about uh, some of your great friends in the world here? I would like to do a NFL recap. Before you do that, let's talk about our friends in Mohawk Honda. 
slowly but surely, Levac, people are going to start looking around, wondering how can I get a new vehicle. You're going to show up to these family events, Thanksgiving, holiday parties, pulling up at a new ride, and be like, oh, God, look at that thing. Are you still driving that thing around? <laughs> when are you going to get a new car? Don't face that criticism this holiday season. Do yourself a favor and head over to Mohawk Honda. Work with great people like Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Hot Sauce Doyle, Lindsey Herod, and our pal John and Service. So many people. We've got to meet basically the entire staff at Mohawk Honda. They want to make sure that – are they behind us, by the way, at the hideaway? No, they're not here today. Okay. Uh, uh, Shannon's not working. All right. Mom's not working. So <laughs> The crew at Mohawk Honda wants to help you get into a new vehicle, and you can take advantage right now of the Kelly Blue Book offer where you drive up the Freeman's Bridge Road, you have your vehicle – you can drive off the lot with a new ride plus money in your pocket. It's happening right now. Check out their selection on social media and more. Mohawk Honda, wherever you're listening here across upstate New York, for our friends in the Capital Region, maybe you're up north, west, east, it doesn't matter. Make the drive to Glenville, New York over the next two months here at the end of 2021 so you can get a new vehicle, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. All true stories. All true stories. It said, what, 700 new vehicles in the pipeline between now and the end of the year? That's so, right. So uh, that if you, you want a new Honda, that's your chance. That's your, or a pre-owned. A lot of, and they'll buy your vehicle, too. It's, they're, good, they're good peeps over there. Also great peeps here at The Hideaway. It is a Techies Tuesday live from The Hideaway. And after seeing the paint job that Trout did, he probably needs our help. Um, Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Terrible paint job. Obviously, an Ohio State fan did it. Obviously. Um, I'd be so terrible at painting. Oh God! I, I told him that too. I'm like, I would just not even try. That is that is 100 what would happen. Guys would not try. Guys would get like halfway up a wall and be like, I don't really want to do this, and then either do a terrible job so that Jordan would take it away from him, or just leave. Just to be like, ah, oh, phone rang, gotta go, gotta, gotta think. Good enough. Launching my 75th podcast that nobody's gonna listen to. Hey. So like, getting by with gauze and friends painting, the next painting with gauze yeah painting with gauze <laughs> just like it's still a bad knockoff of bob ross just gauze in the corner um yeah love the hideaway all of it make sure you uh make sure you check out the hideaway tonight chance to win an amazing football prize pack founder specials a lot of great stuff going on love to see you guys here into the not so rapid recap let's start with the buffalo bills Nobody circles the wagons and runs over the bills like Jonathan Taylor of the freaking Colts. Taylor had five total touchdowns, 32 carries, 185 yards, four touchdowns on the ground, caught all three of his targets for 19 more yards and a fifth touchdown, 41 to 15. The Buffalo Bills get shellacked. I saw nothing about that game that leads me to believe that the best team in football is it a sign of things to come, or merely a stinker. Everybody has a stinker. Is this the, even though they already lost to the Jags? So this would be stinker, stinker part do, because do you know two and poop. <laughs> so is it a stinker? Bury another football, burn the tape, or or is there real issues for the the Orchard Park team? Okay, so the stink has been rearranged here a little bit for Buffalo. I think it's the way to phrase this because some people are trying to blame Josh Allen. One other thing, add by the way, this was my lock of the week. So the game I felt the most confident win. I feel like. I like everyone has this happen, right? You gave me feel the most confident. All of a sudden, you look back and wonder, I should have just put everything on it. I should have <laughs> went so much heavier on this game. But you're talking about whether or not it's things to happen in the future or stinker. Buffalo has not been a good team this season. When you think about it, Kansas City is maybe the best victory by far for this team so far this year. So that's happened. Uh, in the game itself, remember, by the time Josh Allen has the ball for the third possession of the game, Buffalo's already down 17 mm. nothing. So for the mm. Josh Allen haters that want to come out and say, oh, he didn't play well, he didn't do that, he was down 17 nothing before he knew what hit him. A lot yeah. of that's because of the defense and the special teams and everything else. So 
I don't think Josh Allen's to blame, but we cannot ignore Buffalo constantly having these poor outings, whether it's against Jacksonville, not finishing the game against Tennessee, no longer in first place, by the way. No. You and I are going to be here for that Monday night game when the Patriots play the Bills. I believe it's December 6th for that matchup. Yes, there are issues in Buffalo. And Bills fans, I know you don't even want to think about this. You went from Super Bowl favorite to potentially in two weeks, we might be talking about the Bills no longer being a playoff team. Oof. Oof. Uh, I think they get in it together. I think McDermott's too good of a coach. Allen's too good of a quarterback. That defense is special. They'll get it back together. They will. They will. They will get it to get it together. Bills, get, get it together. Um, you said you got the you got the remainder of the season. This is what you're looking at if you're the Bills, right? You're at the Saints. Should be a very winnable game. You're home for the Pats. I don't know right now. You're at the Buccaneers. Then you host the Panthers. You're at the Pats. You finish with the Falcons and the Jets coming to you. So you're going to go from where those the Falcons and the Jets game should be padding stats to needing to win those games most likely with the For way sure. things are going. And, you know, flip it over real quick to the Colts, as well as they've played, they're talking about one of the teams that is truly Three-game win streak. Yeah, and uh, are you ready to go this far? I know this is kind of almost a tired debate when there's not a runaway candidate, but Jonathan Taylor, MVP? No, you're not going to get running back. It's not going to happen. You're not running backs not winning it. Five but, touchdowns, five! Yeah. Well, Adrian Peterson's last running back to win it, right? And that was the year back from the yes. ACL early. And he's, you know, he was arguably the best player in football when he was healthy. Jonathan Taylor's gonna get Jonathan Taylor's gonna get a lot more love now, but he's not getting he's not getting MVP. He's not he's not it's not gonna happen. If it was a ballot right now and they were doing like the early straw polls in Iowa, I would look at Jonathan Taylor. The only other one maybe is Brady, depending on how he plays tonight. Lamar Jackson was a top candidate. We'll get to him and what happened this week with him. Josh Allen was a candidate. How do you not look at Aaron Rodgers, though? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is also a good performance. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, great performance. All right, so on to the Jets. Uh, sorry about your luck. You uh, you got spanked 24-17. Not really spanked. Uh, just a, a Slightly tapped? Yeah. You, you, there was never a point where I went, oh, I really think that they're going to beat the Dolphins. But again, it's the Dolphins, 24-17. Dolphins win their third straight. Toa looked, Tua looked less like Pua, a little bit less. Uh, Elijah Moore could be real. Like, he could be real. Eight catches, 141 yards, and a TD for Elijah Moore. If you're a Jets fan, future a little brighter? You're seeing, you know, I know Carter got hurt, but he's a legit running back in the NFL. Elijah Moore is a weapon in the NFL. You know, you've got Elijah Vera Tucker. You've got you've got Mekhi Becton. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson, but even though you, you lost to the Finns, yeah, I feel really good about Elijah Moore. Remember that kid from the Miami Heat after the NBA Finals? Good job. Good effort. Good job. Good. E- this kind of felt like we were watching a Little League game. You know, like the <laughs> Leprechaun League basketball kids out there. Wow, you made a shot. Good for you. Chet fan, I'm sorry, Chet. I'm sorry, Nick in Syracuse. Jimmy, wherever you are in Kasaki. Dolphins fans like I think he's in Kasaki. <laughs> I think he's too. Yeah, he is. I don't know what Jimmy's up to. And Mike C on Twitter. That's what that game felt like, right? Every time your team made a good play, how much bet, did it? How much yeah. I bet Jimmy Kasaki still calls the request line for the station and gets all pissed off at us that we're not answering the phone? <laughs> like still to this day. You have his number, don't you? Dude, don't say that out loud. <laughs> what, what I do to you? What I do? What I do to you? Um, no, I mean, but I'm just saying you're seeing if if, if you. Look at Joe Douglas. You look at Robert Sala. Some of these younger guys are going to fit. You remember the fact that what Carl Lawson was supposed to be the Bosa of your defense. He gets hurt right before the season. They've had a bunch of injuries. It's it's year one of the Bobby Sala all all gas no break experience. Like 
I feel I think it, it all hinges on what Zach Wilson becomes. But if Zach Wilson is good or or someone else accidentally falls into that spot for you, like you know, a la the Chad Penningtons of the past and all that stuff, you might be on to something. You might actually be on to something. Uh, I'm not as confident as you are. I'm, 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 I said might. Okay. I'm not, it's not like I'm. I'm not going. I'm not burning all my Raiders gear and buying a bunch of green crap. Zach Wilson. Let's see you back out there. Then I'll feel a little bit more about yeah. the future of that franchise. Or Mike White? No. Wait, no. Um, I almost uh, picked up Mike White in a fantasy league this week, thinking like, you know what? He's going to play again, right? He's going to have another Hall of Fame right. performance. No. How about how about the Ravens top the Bears 16-13? No Lamar Jackson. Bears lose fields at one point, this, that, it. but it just was one of those situations where I took a look at it and went, wow, you you can't beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. Thanks for coming, Bears. What do you Thanks think for was, coming. What do you think was wrong with Lamar Jackson to be so sick that he missed a game? That's like pretty rare in the NFL. Well, he is the one man we know who did stop in a game to take it too. That's, that's so so, so right I'm going to go poop. I'm going to say that he had the squirts. Like, I think that's that's what we're going with. Yeah. Lamar- but then also, if is. Isn't it? Like, well, I'm just saying the laws are the laws. Like, I'm not allowed to tell you what's wrong with somebody physically. Like, do I have to put him on COVID-19 or can I just, it, hey, look, we didn't even test him. He's got a fever. We just pulled him away from the team. Allegedly, he's had COVID twice. Right. So if he got it three times. I, I, he's the unluckiest I, or luckiest. Or I, I was going to clap because I don't know if that's even a record or something. I don't know how many times you can get it. All right. So the Ravens losing without uh, Ravens winning without Lamar Jackson. That's compliment. Big. That's big. I look at Chicago in this game and continue. Our guy, John, right? I pick against the Bears every week, it seems yeah, like. But yeah. that is some fascinating stuff happening. They covered. There. They did cover. Uh, Justin Fields gets hurt in this game. So we're talking about rookie quarterbacks, Wilson, yep. previously. If you've seen the play where Fields gets hurt, he has a rib injury. Go find the replay. Yeah. Doesn't get hit in the ribs. No, but, but you know, I think it's one of those like, situations. Yeah, you stretch. You know, you, stre- you reach out and. It just happens to catch right. And Andy Dalton comes in. Now, you could argue that Andy Dalton was better for the Bears, but really he benefited from a blown coverage on fourth down and a bunch of missed tackles by the Ravens. So, But you got to take advantage of that stuff too, there though. There you go. You know. So there it is. And that's the problem where I wonder, and Yankee fan, we talked about you earlier, I wonder if we're going to continue to look back at Justin Fields and say, if it wasn't for Matt Nagy trying to save his job and the Twitter mob and who knows who else influenced and Michael Wilbon and Chicago national media screaming and yelling, if Dalton just should have always been the guy. But remember, they named him number QB1, and we all mocked the hell out of him to start the year. I, yep. I think there is – I think you can see flashes of fields that reminds you that that's an elite athlete, that's a guy who might work out. I, Dalton, I, I see, and I go, there's nothing makes me believe that when, when it turns cold and nasty in Chicago that Andy Dalton's going to be able to win your football games. What about his new beard? It's all red. Chris Kringle, does that help? Does that strengthen his arm? No, I don't think Okay, so. how strong is your arm? Is your arm stronger with that beard? Test it out if I need to. So, no. So, it's not going to help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Browns outlast the Lions. 13-10. Subpar game from Baby Mayfield. And they, they just eke out a win over the Lions. I mean, just like, oh, I thought the Lions were going to somehow, some way get it done. Lions don't throw the ball. They're done with that. <laughs> they don't believe in it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Pass on passing. Um Browns, what do you think? I don't, I'm not in. Uh, here, all right, real quick on the lines, by the way. Boyle. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm sorry, John Danielle. Yeah, we got scammed again. No, you got scammed believing the line, the, the Bears were a good team. That's what that was where the scamming happened, John. Unless he spelled screwed wrong, because Bears fans have had some pretty bad, heartbreaking losses this season, unless he spelled it wrong. Yeah, but I mean, it's because their team's not good. 
Dude, that's bad loss. I'm sorry. Go back. I'm, okay, so know. just real quick on the Lions. If you're going to watch the Lions game and somehow watched it at noon, it's your tradition for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Boyle's allegedly the quarterback. Schefter's reporting golf's out, but Schefter's on an island right now with the golf report. <laughs> so he might be wrong about that, or he's Schefter. Give the credit. There's another guy. I believe his name is David Blau, who might be the yeah. starting quarterback yeah. for the Lions. So there's a mess at quarterback. Things are not getting better. Back- but I don't know if any of them are better or worse than than Goff. Like like what what about Goff like makes him better than these guys? He's not. Number one pick, the contract. I mean a couple good games here and there, but nothing special. He's gonna be out. If they have the number one pick, they're gonna go get a quarterback anyways. Whether they trade the pick oh out, maybe God. go get Heineke or Fitzpatrick, or they go get Corral or Pickett or Willis or think about this. A lot of people They'll eat early, you know, at least get some more derbs rocking. 1230, you're enjoying your turkey or, you know, some pigs and blankets, whatever it is you enjoy. And you look up and the bears are playing the lions. <laughs> oh, just start doing shots of Pepto right then and there. Indigestion, thy name is the 1230 Thanksgiving game. The day before Thanksgiving, one of the biggest party days of the year. If you're in that age where you're going to go out that day and you just wake oh. up and like, what? Bears and the Lions? No, no, no. Put me back to sleep. The good news is everyone else will be sleeping as well. So when you pass out on the couch, it'll be all right. So it'll be good to go. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. What's going on, man? Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Uh, Awesome, man. You mentioned the Browns, by the way. The story from the Browns is not about anybody. We're live at the hideaway, by the way. Yes. Nobody. nobody Like cornhole in the back. Nobody. And those beanbag games. (laughs) Nobody on the actual Browns is the highlight of this. It is Emily Mayfield. If you don't know who that is, that is the wife of Baker Mayfield, <laughs> who had gone to Instagram following the game and basically hyped up her husband. It was a report that said um, uh, a reporter locally had said if all the players had played like Baker Mayfield with his toughness, maybe the team would have stepped up and played better. And she retweeted it. Right. Two things to that. One, if you're a reporter and you're stalking or following <laughs> wives of football players, creepy. Our pal Matthew Collar said that. Totally agree. A little right. creepy when you're following yeah. family members of athletes on social media. That's, that's life, who, who cares? Right. Like his wife. His Supports wife, him. Exactly. Right. His <laughs> wife supported Cleveland. It's like, oh, my God. What a joke. <laughs> Baker is hurt. Get him off the field. Like this guy is doing everything he can to get a contract next season. He's trying to play hurt. His shoulder's busted. His knee's busted. His foot's busted. And he's busting his ass to go out there and help his team. But now people are like, oh, his wife's defending her husband on social. She deleted it, of course. Right. Not jobs, but. Well, the only, the only thing I, the only problem I had with him was they won and he wouldn't talk to, like, he could have talked to the media a little bit. He stormed off mm-hmm. kind of because he played like garbage. I, I'm not, I'm obviously not a baby. I mean, Baker Mayfield fan. I get that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I think we can all admit I was right and, uh, and Coach Will Brown was wrong, but I'm excited about the Patroons. Um, I just, I, the team is built to win without an elite quarterback. However, they're not going to be able to come back. Like, if they get down, like everybody healthy on that team, right? They get down 10 points to the Patriots. They ain't coming back. They get down 10 points to, you know, the Bills. They ain't coming back. This it, is not happening. You Like, it, it's every time I watch the Browns this year, it's going to be like watching the old Steelers games when, when, when uh, Cower was in charge, where it was like, hey, we're up 10. Bleed the clock. I just bleed the clock. They can't come back. Uh, all those things exactly right. Without a quarterback and a tough schedule, and you're six and five. That's another part of it too. Like the Cleveland Browns could easily finish eleven and six and miss the playoffs. Ten and seven. But Cleveland fan, this is a, a part of the fan base. Please, whatever team you root for, don't be this person that just always wants to be miserable. They don't want to admit they want to Trout. be miserable. 
Trout's got some good teams though, but like no, he's a Cleveland I, Browns fan. He's an Ohio State fan. Yeah, like Ohio State's good, but like I don't think I don't think Trout is as bad as some of these Browns fans. They're like, oh, Baker's the problem. He's got a. You guys are six and five. You know what I mean? Defeated. Six yeah. And, you know how much of you guys sucked, and now you're still bitching and complaining about the team. Like, I think and, and realistically speaking, if both your running backs are healthy and your defense is playing the way it should play, we ain't talking about Baker. Right. We ain't talking about Baker. Maybe a couple good passes here and there, but it's it's about what the rest of this team can do. But yeah, six, six and five, and they're in the they're in the basement of the AFC North right now. That's 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 a real that's a real thing for the Browns. Spiraling the bowl right now. Uh, all right, so Texans shock the Titans 22-13. Told you so. Told Man. you so. Didn't have the the stones, the brass ones to bet the Texans outright. Twelve point dog. Bet them. I bet them. I just. Didn't have the stones. I couldn't do it. I'll admit it. But Titans are done. Stick a fork in them. It's over. Stick a, Stick eight, a fork in the Titans. Three. Tom they're just done. texted me. They're done. Tom, Tom, love you. You know, you know, you know many things at Johnstone Supply. But the Titans are toast. They're gonna get run down by the Colts. They are toast. They are they they're exhausted. Pats are gonna slap the daylights out of them. It's gonna be bad. I knew everything about doing the Titans and talking about them during our rapid recaps or in general is that. They've now become the spot where we talk about Johnstone Supply and Troy because yeah. of Tom. And now right. he actually has texted me at this exact moment, too, about, by right. the way, if you're looking for a nest, let's say, for instance, you're at your home and things are going off. And you don't know what to do. And you take the batteries out and you're like, I don't know what to do. And then you look at the back and you say oh, it's been expired for a year and a half. So when you say nest, you're talking about a brand of smoke and carbon um, yes. monoxide detector. Yes. OK, because there's nest cameras. Like that's a, you're looking really? for a, you're looking for a smoke and CO2 detector, but you're calling it a nest because that's the brand you bought. Yeah. Okay. All right. I had no idea. Is that a thing? Yeah. Nest cameras and all that. They're like rings, but they're inside. If you didn't know that, Johnstone Supply and Troy can also tell you that they have those in stock right now. So if you have to buy those for the holiday season and you're wondering, can I make sure my place is safe? Are my relatives and family members going to be safe? Johnstone Supply will help you. Again, take that advice that, hey, I heard Gaz talking about on LeVac and Gaz that he just ripped the batteries out and then looked at the back and it said 2020. Right. And, and And don't be afraid that Tom knows nothing about football. And likes the Titans because all of his knowledge goes into helping you in your home at Johnstone Supply. So there's nothing left. There's no room left to like a good football team. 518-272-5922. Do this. Do this. When you're hanging out with your relatives a little longer, you need to just randomly call him. Be like, I just need to get in a room for 10 minutes in a way. Yeah, I'm on the phone with Johnstone about 518-272-5922. You sit on that phone with Tom as long as you want, and he will take care of you. He will do that for you this holiday season. Johnstone Supply and Trade. Goodman Furnaces are in stock, by the way. Make sure your air filters are updated for the holidays. John Goodman Furnaces, please. Um, I just visu- I just visualized uh, Tom from Johnstone Supply as Jake from State Farm. We're like, you're going, <laughs> who are you talking to? It's it's Tom from Johnstone. She sounds hideous. Well, he's a dude with a with a fat mustache. He's so, so George is gonna walk around and be like, Who's been on the phone with the last 20 minutes? That's oh, a big order. I, I swear it's a big order. <laughs> just, that's a good thing. I don't know, but they just keep calling and they say that they'll, everybody said that I were told I would talk to them, so I just don't want to get on the phone and they're all picking on the Titans. Titans are crap. Uh, they're anyway, crap. Anyways, back to the Titans. <laughs> Toast. This is the game of the week for me where I woke up this morning and no one's gonna believe me. That's fine. I woke up this morning of that game, Sunday, and I oh, wanted to bet on the oh. Texans. I wanted to bet on it. Yeah, there he is. Hello. Yeah. Give Still me mobile betting. Give me mobile betting, whoever the governor is yeah. these days. Yeah, whoever you are. Uh, that's a really good win for Houston. Obviously, that's probably gonna bump them out of the number one overall pick. 
Tennessee, congratulations. Uh, you've lost to the Jets and the Texans. I don't know what the hell. To, I don't. Yeah. There's about a list of 10 teams. I have no idea what the hell to think about them for the future. I put the Titans in that mix. But you well. lose Derrick Henry. You should get worse. You know what I mean? Like, you should get worse. So you're at, you're at the Patriots next week. Loss. You host the Jags. If the Texans can beat you, can't the Jags beat you? Yeah. I'm just saying. You're at the Steelers. Steelers just you're, they're putting 30 plus on the board all of a sudden. Niners might be the most innovative offense in all of football. They got the schedule not terrible. You got the Tex, you got the Texans and the Jags coming up. But I'm just, I mean, I think best case scenario for the Titans, you get run in, in the first game of the playoffs that you play. Oh, that, that that's an interesting question. Are they the team that most needs the buy? Like they need to be the number one seed to avoid the wild card round. Yeah, at least then you play in, in week two. Yeah, it's probably the only way they get to play in week two of the playoffs is with the bye, because they ain't gonna win. One, They're the Steelers from a year ago, but maybe worse. One more on you. I said this to you Saturday. I took yeah. a long shot with the Colts. Do you believe the Colts can catch them in the South? I do now. Ooh, I do now. Go, I do. go to Rivers and get on that action if you I still do. can. I, their, their schedule is crap though. They play the box. They play. There's a lot going on, what? but but no, I'm saying like it's hard for them. Oh, okay. That's, as long as you play, a lot before. of crap talk today. I didn't know what you Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. I got, I got a crappy attitude. That's all there is to it. Live at the Hideaway, it's Techies Tuesday. LeVac and Gods, how you doing? Uh, on to the probably the best game of the day Vikings at Packers, 34 31. Vikings win. I think this game was more about the Vikings being a very good team that has just played poorly than anything about the Packers. I think the Packers are still probably, Packers might be the best team in the NFC, even with this loss, but the Vikings are a good team, and at, at worst, they're going to play spoiler for some people. Be as bold as me here, LeVac. The okay. Minnesota Vikings in 2021 are the greatest 5-5 five and five team of all time. I don't know what the hell that even means, but I'm going to stick by it. I don't know if they're the greatest 5-5 five and five team this year. <laughs> um, they might be the best 5-5 five and five team this year because you, you're talking about New Orleans or them. It's them. You're talking about the Raiders or them. It's them. San Fran. San Fran and them, they're in the they're in the mix for the five. Well, or Denver, yeah. So it's either them or San Fran for the best five and five team in football. Minnesota plays so well, and I could see Minnesota maybe catching Green Bay at some point because they just beat them, and that's how divisions work. If you're a Packer fan, you're ticked off by this game, though. On the Fox coverage, and I don't know if you saw something different on social media, they pick off that pass at the end of the game, and they said it didn't complete the catch. Red zone cut away from it. Fox right. didn't show no. I don't know what angle the officials saw where the Packer defender thought they dropped the, right the football. I, send it to me. At Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy. Because if you're a Packer fan and you want to blame the officials, I'm with you on that. Justin Jefferson. Oh, my God. Best that, wide receiver he in the man. NFL? Ooh, he a man. He might be on the pace right now to be talked about as one of the best. You know, you know how they do like the top 100 player list every season? Why are we not talking about him as one of the top players flat out in the NFL? He is unbelievable how good he is right now for Minnesota. Really good win for he them. He beat me in two fantasy football leagues. Yeah. He beat me in two. I, can't. I won because of one of them in one league, yeah. Well, you know, and, and the, the thing, listen, the thing that holds him back, 169 yards, nice. two touchdowns, eight catches. The only thing that holds him back is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is an extremely average NFL quarterback who, even though that interception doesn't count, that ball should have been thrown. Double coverage. <laughs> right, right. He's got an arrogant arm yeah. for a guy who's average. So if if Dalvin Cook can – whatever's going on off the field with Dalvin Cook, hopefully hopefully he's not guilty of all the weird things going on in his world. Get back to being a Pro Bowl top-notch running back in the NFL and that defense can shore up a little bit, man, they could be real scary. They could be real, real scary. Oh, look at it. Another one of the guys who's supposed to be here. 
Who is it here? Tim. Niners, baby. We'll talk about your Niners in a second, Tim. Let's talk about why you're not here at the hideaway, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Vikings playoff team? Yes. Ooh, I yes. like it. No, they can't catch the pack, though, can they? Uh, they benefit. They'll get, like, the sixth or seventh spot, and they probably are the team that benefits the most from an expanded playoff. I like it. Eagles. Oh, 40-29 over the Saints. These systems are legit, and I will tell you this right now. The Eagles running game is going to cause issues for everybody they play the rest of the year. Not the biggest Jalen Hurts guy in the world. Are they other oh, five and six? Man, they're just just missed the best five and five team in the <laughs> NFL conversation. They are they look like a team that is buying in and believes. That's what they look like. And they are a physical team. They could be a real, real issue for other teams the rest of this year. I mentioned the Cleveland Brown fan base likes to complain. Eagle fan. Enough yeah. out of you guys, too. Oh. Jalen Hurts is good. All right. Eagle Accept it. Worst. <laughs> Accept it. Bryce, Trav, uh, other Eagle fans. Gurkha. Except Gurkha. Guys, they're good. They're good. Here's the problem with the Eagle fan a little bit right now because they're playing great right now. They're from Philadelphia. No, they're going to be so much better next season when they get those two top 12 picks potentially. They're yeah. going to be really good in 2022. Giant fan and other, other fans of the NFC East teams, beware of Philly next season. However, if you want to start talking about playoffs in Philadelphia all of a sudden, I think it's very fair to do that. Defense is good enough. Jalen Hurts just takes off with the football and is out athleting people right now. I believe he has I believe he has the best QBR in football for like the last six weeks or something. If you add it all, if you average it all in. And a lot of that is he pulls it down and runs. 18 carries, 69 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, as well as 13 to 24, 147 yards in the air. He's your best running back, even though Miles Sanders had 94 yards on the ground. Three rushing touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. This is a team that is gonna cause issues for other teams. They, the system. We all had fun at Syriana's, uh, you know, oh, the system, the systems, and the systems. I'm still having fun with it, but I wouldn't want to play them in a game that I need to win. No, thank you. Saint fans could make an excuse and say, "Oh, everybody was hurt." Okay, there were not that many players hurt. <laughs> like you guys got a quick turnaround here for Thursday night game against Buffalo too. If you had some players that were injured, you better tell me to help you really fast if that's going to be uh-huh. how bad the team plays. Someone's salty. Nick, Nick DeFilippo, DeFilippo, Michigan and the Raiders suck. Okay, well, I know that the Raiders suck. You didn't have to tell me that, but we'll see if Michigan sucks. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see how it goes. Was that the old coordinator's name for the Eagles, John DeFilippo? Maybe that's a relative. Maybe we were yeah. too easy on the Eagles. No, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's we're not even talking about that, that game, but we will be here for Michigan versus Ohio State on Saturday. Hopefully, uh, Nick Def- whatever his name is. We'll be here. Flip a coinio or whatever the hell his name is. Al's an Eagle fan. He says, my boys are back. Unless he's just talking about us. Either way, we appreciate it, Al. I think I like to believe you saw about us, but the Eagles are back. The Eagles are. Uh, I don't know about Texas, but the Eagles are back. <laughs> Man, I don't know if they're even a playoff team this year. They might be. I mean, if Dallas slips up, I think they could catch them. Dallas did not look great this week. We'll get into that in a second. But I mean, they just there's they're playing the style of football that fits their players. And not everybody does that. So good, good, good for them. Uh, Washington football team. How about them taking on the Panthers 27-21? Panthers are better with Cam, but they're not good. I'm sorry. They're just still not good. How about, how about Fields hurts his ribs in a play that looks like it should hurt his his hip? Meanwhile, Heineke gets put into like a friggin' like pretzel, like a legit pretzel and choked out. Gets up and he's fine. Taylor Heineke is a man. I love watching Heineke play. If you're in a spot like me with Mahomes hitting a bye week and you're looking for a good matchup in fantasy, I'm claiming Heineke. I think he's got another good match. Heineke has to be a starter in 2022. 
whether it's back for Washington. Uh, we mentioned earlier that maybe a team takes a flyer on him on another squad. He's got to He's got to be a starter. Detroit, Houston, if you don't want to take a draft pick on a quarterback and want to trade out of those spots, he's awesome. Uh, Terry McLaurin, man, yeah, he's good. He's McLaurin's very good. Very good. Very good. Washington, across the board, this was supposed to be the Washington that you saw all season. Carolina, just a few plays away, right? Like Cam Newton, if Cam Newton had been there the entire season, is there more chemistry? Are they making better plays? I know that's excuses that don't matter at this point, but that's what it felt like that, there are a few yards, a few timing routes away from beating Washington, but that stuff matters in the NFL. Al Scott saying very nicely. He meant us. He did not oh, mean the Eagles. He you, did Al. mean us. But um, some of the stuff he's saying is is kind of mean to other people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the high road. Al, appreciate you. Love you. We're here. Uh, we we technically this is technically a Tech East Tuesday. We usually do the show on Tuesday, but when Chad and Trout and Mac and Tim and everybody invite us to come to the hideaway and do Monday Night Football before the Giants beat, I mean, take on the Buccaneers, uh, we said we're in. We want to do that. Wait, we want to kick off uh, Founders Week. The Oh, oh, you mean because Chad and, and Mac and Tim aren't here? Only Trout showed up to hang out with us? Yeah, I misheard that too. But, Al, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll do um, Saturday this week live from the hideaway as well, 1030 to noon, leading in to Michigan. Hail the victors, baby, when they take on the Ohio State eyes. All right, so football team spoilers for the rest of the year kind of thing, maybe? They're not going to get back into it. No. But they can play a little spoiler role here they're, and there? They're going to be the entertaining team on Red Zone. 1 o'clock kickoffs, the witching hour, 3.50. If you're a that. Washington fan, you're, if you got a fantasy play, i got a couple of fantasy references here, but it's true. They are going to be the team that's constantly Scott Hansen's yelling about for the rest of the season. I don't think I've ever been so impressed by a win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. 30-10, 49ers get the win. Guys, 49ers, most creative offense in all of football? Yes. It's crazy. Debo Samuels, eight carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. Eight, eight carries. And the, uh, Brandon Ayuk had a, a, a great game. Like, There's something about the way they do what they do that I absolutely love <laughs> like again hey uh Debo Samuels he, he's probably our game breaker he's probably the best player on the field how do we get the ball in his hands hand it to him just give it to him just give it Hi, Debo how you want it today Debo take it go I love watching them play for Niner hater or Jag hater or hell if you weren't a fan of either I call one Jag of offs teams, is what they're called here's the problem with the start of this game the Niners opening drive Levac over 13 minutes then the entire first quarter basically had the football 20 plays to kick the field goal. <laughs> I feel like if you have to drive that long, Shanahan should have been like, you know what? Like the poker analogy, right? You know what? I've already gone all in. Yeah, just, you know, just close enough. Those are all my chips. I only had a couple left. Just we're going to go for it at this point. The quarter's almost over. That would have been for some people when they checked out. All right. If we're going to take up the entire drive and kick a field goal, I don't want anything to do with Niners, Jags, but as you already laid out very well there, that's an innovative offense. And if you're a Niners fan, exactly. Fun right. to watch. Uh, Raiders looked like they actually just didn't belong on an NFL football field. First, first couple drives of the game looked phenomenal. Take it in the half down 10, six, and then just proceed to look like that little kid that you're coaching in pop Warner, who would rather pick dandelions than tackle <laughs> someone. They just didn't look like they belong. Bengals. I don't, I don't think you can really put them back to where we thought they were based on what they did to the Raiders, but they looked like an NFL football team and the Raiders did not. Yeah, I feel for your Raiders, Sean, and all your other oh, fellow don't, Raider don't fans. Feel for but, like, them. They're toast. They're, they're done. Enough. It's finally, I hate to say it, and I know you're not going to like Collinsworth was right on that primetime game the other day. 
too much of the stuff off the field and involving the roster has finally added up. They look like they're done. They feel like they want to wrap it up, call it a season. For Cincinnati, as weird as this week was, they look like the best team in the AFC North because of injuries and basically injuries. I, know, I, because well, I think well, I think the Ravens winning without Lamar Jackson makes them look like the best team. But I, I like if the Bengals played the Ravens without Lamar, John Daniel is here, um, then they beat him again. They would beat him. Yeah. They, they would beat him. But if Lamar's out there and they're playing the way they've been playing, I I I think I take the Ravens back. But you said and you kind of thought like it was a joke when God said, Levac God's by the way, live from the hideaway. Um, the best five and five team in football. Looking at the way the Raiders play is why you have to say things like that. Like the 49ers and the Vikings as five and five teams look phenomenally better than the five and five Raiders. Like if you if you told me to take an amount of money that could change my life and I had to wager on one of those three teams, I'm not betting on my favorite team. I'm not doing it because I just what's going to change is Deshaun Jackson going to find a way to really fill the role left behind by Henry Ruggs on the offense. Maybe is the defensive secondary going to get better because the pass rush is doing the best they can. And that's one of the best upfront pass rushes in all of football, but the secondary sucks. And if it's not for Deadpool himself, Denzel Perriman, there's really nothing back there playing great. Jonathan Abram has not been the kind of safety. He's more of a, a Jamal Adams punishing like run support safety. And nobody in the NFL needs that right now. You need the two-deep shell to take out the Buccaneers and to take out the Chiefs. Yeah, all good stuff there. I thought you were going to call him Blitzboy, like people call him on Twitter. Blitzboy? Him and Jamal Adams, yeah. Oh, my God. I just oh, I can't even do it. Can't do it. Um, how about the Chiefs? Are, are the Chiefs back or are the Cowboys banged up or is it both? 19-9, Chiefs get the win over Dallas. This is the lock I got wrong. I went 2-1 and one so far this week. I got this one wrong. I had the Cowboys. Oh, I thought you were going to say, Levesque, I was reading for you to mock me about this because I said, what type of suckers were dumb enough to take the over in this game? Well, that's stupid. I don't know why I would do that. That was also me. (laughs) Well, because, again, the only reason I said that, though, is realistically speaking, the public is looking at that game going, make it 70. I'll bet the over because it's these offenses, Dak, and it's it's Mahomes, and it's whatever. No, I wasn't going to touch the total in this game because I was going to feel like a sucker if I bet the over and this happened, like you should. and Or I was going to feel really, really stupid if I bet the under and it just screamed over. Here's what happened in this game for me, watching, especially having Mahomes as a player that I thought impact my fantasy team. Like, he stinks, he's overrated, he's done, he's hurt. He's t- I'm just running through. I'm like, okay, Kansas City's winning. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is back in the lineup, although he got called for that horrible taunting penalty. Enough uh, of the taunting shit, I know. Man. My like, God, you got to be swearing about God it. God swore. Come on. Knock it off. Yeah. My God. Just it terrible. is too far. It is too far. Stop it. There's got like, to be a little more like just, all right, don't let a guy taunt and make you be violent. Like whatever happens, sticks and stones. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I get it. Like, there's certain things you shouldn't do. There's certain things you shouldn't do. I've always been a big fan of the throat slash because of wrestling, but I understand it probably doesn't belong on a football field. If I look you dead in the eye and throat slash and you punch me in the face, I earn that one. I should I should get penalized for that too. But these ones where it's just like they just get excited and they're like doing spin kicks in the air and crap. Stop. Leave them alone. Kansas City. I mean, I'm not super impressed by you guys still. That should have been a game where you come out and say, all right, like you said, Kansas City's back. I'm not blown away by him. And now someone's going to say the defense is getting better. They are. Okay, I'll give you credit there. The defense held Dallas in check, but it goes back to something well, back. You've said all season, all season long about the Cowboys. Where, the, Although Chris Jones did have an impact. Where yeah, the hell's he's moving Mike, back to tackle where he belongs. Where the hell's Mike McCarthy? 
Like I know Andy Reid's eating his lunch out there, but like, can we get something out of the head coach for the doll? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. He should be for the Dolphins. He should be. Off, he be he should be on the beach for goodness sake. McCarthy. Does you know, nothing. you were looking for a bright spot for the Jets earlier. They didn't hire Mike McCarthy. There you go. He's terrible. He's he is a problem. He's he is a, a legitimate problem. When they lose, I just assume it's his fault. Now that's who it is. He's he's he might be one of the worst head coaches in all of pro football. All of it. No adjustments. Just nothing. None. None. His his best adjustment should be to turn and look at Dan Quinn. Well, Dan Quinn didn't want to adjust either, by the way, which is which is a mess. That guy's too good at defensive schemes to not make adjustments. But no, well, Chris Jones going back to tackle. I mean, when you're that big, you got to get in the middle and make some messes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. He looked better. All right, I I didn't want to put any any like actual money or picks or anything behind Colt McCoy. But Colt McCoy and James Conner lead the Cardinals to a 23-13 win over the Seahawks. James Conner is running like he did at Pitt. Like, he is pushing piles. He is getting tough yards. They said he's he scored a touchdown, like, all but one time. He's been inside the five-yard line. Seven carries, six touchdowns. Yeah. Stack going into the game. Insane. <laughs> so, good for them. Uh, Seahawks are just caca. Seahawks are caca. Yeah, we're talking about toast, right? Thanksgiving, the contender, the pretender land we're getting to here. They're done. They're, Seahawks had a great run. This, this happens. It's professional sports. You guys are all done. The NFC West is a great division this year. And you put it out about Arizona. You're winning with a backup quarterback. Now, Colt McCoy's a legend in college. He's turned into a good, decent NFL backup quarterback. There you go, Arizona. I don't know how many other weeks in a row you got to prove to people that you might be the most consistent team winning. Uh, Tennessee got knocked off, like we already mentioned earlier. So if people want to tell me that the Cardinals are the team they trust the most in a league in which in a league in which it's hard to find who you trust, I'm not going to give a lot of pushback on Arizona anymore. And I don't think I was earlier in the season. I think I, I think Seattle's that bad. I think Seattle's that bad. I really do. It, it, it's a shame, but Pete Carroll might not have a job next year. Ooh, the Pete Carroll thing. Can he go back to USC? Oh, <laughs> he could. Uh, why doesn't Pete Carroll just call it a career, right? What else? What else? Is he's the, do you realize he's the oldest coach in the NFL? Right? Like when you look at, at at Bruce Arians, you look at Belichick, you look at some of these other guys, and you go, Pete Carroll looks like cool granddad, but like super cool, like young guy. No, he's he's older than the other guys. And we would never say, and maybe it's because how we view him now with the USC thing, where Reggie Bush got like gifts. Whoa, like it's the <laughs> legacy of that's going to be so laughed at in five years, or even laughed at now because of likeness and image and all that stuff, but. Carroll's a play away from being a two-time Super Bowl champion. Now, it's his call. Right. He's the one who threw it to right. Malcolm Butler and everything else. So that can damage yeah, but it's not like you got a running back named Beast Mode. That's fine. <laughs> well, you know, if that play is different, we are really talking about Pete Carroll as an all-time great football coach. He's in the discussion with the Jimmy Johnsons and the Barry Switzers and the Nick Sabans of coaches who could do it at both levels, which is an incredible feat. Maybe he's just done. Just retire, have a great career, go hang out on the beach, sip some fruity drinks. Oh, man, um, Al Scott's uh, agreeing with a lot of stuff we're saying. Mike McCarthy, worst coach. A lot of people overrated. Uh, Pete will stay. Russ will leave. Then John Danielle clearly was in the car. Did not hear that we already told you any Dalton was going to be starting next week. We already knew that. We already knew that, buddy. Appreciate you, though. We do. We do. Your Bears are terrible. It doesn't matter who the quarterback. I can play quarterback. I'm still going still gonna to suck. Terrible, terrible team. Um, how about... <laughs> How about the, the tennis match slash track meet that was Sunday night football? Pittsburgh Steelers look like they're going to find their way back into this thing and win it all. They end up losing because Justin Herbert led. He led the Chargers in passing, rushing, and receiving. <laughs> Actually, not receiving, but everything else is true. Uh, Herbert, 
30 of 41, 382 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, only sacked twice, nine carries, 90 yards. He had a 36-yard carry. Um, he did a lot to prove that he is one of the best up-and-coming quarterbacks in all the NFL. 41-37. Big Ben looked good. He looked good. Not great. Good-ish. But Chargers, big win. Big win at home. Consider the fact that there's probably about 60% or more Steelers fans in that crowd. Every time for the Chargers. And by the way, for those people who fell asleep in the second half, for those of you who decided to call it quits in the fourth quarter when 27 combined points were scored, wow. shame on you. <laughs> I was a part of that, but shame on you. I might have fallen asleep. Yeah, it, it, was it you? Oh, okay. I'm a part of that crew, so I can yeah. shame all of us. I yeah, I wasn't interested in this game very much because I don't think either one of these teams is going to be there when it's all over. But it's it's the biggest knock on Herbert has been if you get around his feet, he's toast. He's going to start looking down. He's going to start screwing up. He's going to rush his passes. I think this game is very different if TJ Watt is in it. However, he showed a little more ice water in the veins, which that kind of stuff can start to start to move you forward. Like everybody wants to crap all over Brady because if you get a rush with four down linemen and not not blitz, you're going to beat him. But he is one of the best at a small small subtle movement that'll get him an extra second or two. He's not afraid to get hit. He's not looking down. Herbert still has a little bit of scared, little look down. Carr has it too. But the more he's starting to just really feel it all out, he could be scary, scary good. Both quarterbacks are going in different spots in their careers. Like you're talking about, this might be the end for Roethlisberger and the start of something special for Herbert. I love the point you just had there about what we feel about these teams for December. I'm not – if I had to rush and start wagering on teams making the playoffs, neither one of these teams, because of what Kansas City is starting to do in the AFC West, because of how yeah. many good teams are left in the AFC West – and what's happening in the AFC North? My confidence level on both of these teams are really low. All right. So before we got we got non-traditional headlines, but we are here for one big reason. I'm here being the Hideaway. It's Tech East Tuesday, uh, but it's live from the Hideaway. Of course, you can check us out live at the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, as well as the Hideaway's Facebook page and Godzilla Media's YouTube. Then you can listen to us on Apple, Spotify. Um, certain uh, fillings will pick us up. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, it's, it's a phenomenon. Um, Giants at Bucks. Guys, I I gotta tell you, I don't feel great about your uh, about your Buccaneers. Yeah. See, you've already hinted at this at our Hooters show that this could be potentially a lock for you for something. But back before we tell you about Giants Bucks, I want to tell you about Ooh. our friend Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. Yes. Five one eight nine five six three seven five three. We talk about this almost with all our great people who make this podcast possible and Godzilla Media possible. The end of the year is here. So many people are going to have some time off from work, some situations where you're talking to your family about what you're going to do with your money. Work with somebody who can invest your money to find that right type of spending process for you. Jared Lowe's here. 518-956-3753. You know what makes my days? If somebody listens to this podcast, whether it's one of our NFL picks, whether it's something we said on the show, whether it's how great Jared's hair looks or now a shaved beard, you email him. Jared doesn't have hair. I know he doesn't have hair. I want to come back with the toupee next time I see him. <gasps> J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. We love Jared. The Hideaway is big fans of Jared. J-A-R-E-D-L at nemail.com. Get ready. When the Christmas party happens coming up, I know Jared's going to be there, and he's probably going to be the life of the party like he always is. Cannot wait to hang with Jared. And now get investments, your business, your home, things that matter most to you in your life. Work with someone you want to continue to trust throughout that entire process. Jared Lozier, Northeastern Insurance. 
proud partner of Levac and Gaz. Support our partners if you enjoy the show. Total of 50. Bucks are 11 point favorites. Gaz, what are you doing tonight if you wager? I'm, I'm feeling it in my head here. Okay. I've wagered on the Buccaneers twice this season. Twice. Oh, they lost both times? Both primetime games that felt like in my mind. One was that Washington game recently within the last few weeks. They lost outright. And the other one was the Patriot game where they're, what, a kick away from losing out. Right. Both times I love the Buccaneers. Uh, I do not like this number for Tampa. It's a, it's a big number. It's a big number. I think Tampa's going to win by a touchdown. Okay. And I like the Giants to cover. And here's why I like the Giants to cover. Because New York has pieced this together. Uh, it's been weird. It's been clunky. It's been awkward. But it's working. New York feels like somebody who's drunk at a wedding right now has some weird dance moves, but nobody's making fun of him because they're like, you know what? He's putting it together. I don't know what he's drinking. It's working. He's winning. He looks good. They got Joe Judge still piecing it together. No Saquon Barkley. The receivers haven't been able to help. Daniel Jones has been eh. Barkley's playing tonight, though, right? Uh, yes. He, yeah. uh, he is. A, I saw him walk in. Right. It was a questionable. I believe he is going to suit up right now. I know it was questionable in my fantasy lineup, so hopefully he suits up. But I think you're right. He was going to the field. I like the Giants to cover, but I'll take Tampa because of Brady. Uh, the weapons on the outside. Fournette is still the beast in the backfield. Tampa's just flat out talent-wise better than New York, but New York can keep this game close tonight. Um, my fourth and final lock of the week is the Giants plus 11. Um, Danny Dimes, 12-5 and five road dog in his career. Um, this is 11. This could be 12, I should say. 11 straight games in prime time that Brady has not covered the, the spread. Oh. And, uh, you know, I just I think a lot of what you're saying is real. I think they will keep this game close. I'm not going to go out on the big limb and say that the Giants win this game outright. And the reason I'm not going to do that is Brady has not lost three straight games since 2002. And there's a reason for that. He's a smart, good football player. The one thing that gives me the most pause, all those stats aside, when Bruce Arians came out and said how dumb they all were, that's the kind of thing he was doing last year, and it lit fires. Like, he lit fires under Brady. Like, I heard somebody go, why would you call out Brady? Why would you go? Because he did it last year, and it worked. Like, why wouldn't you call the guy out if it works? There's obviously a respect between the two of them, maybe even a fondness that that fizzled out against, you know, Belichick when it came to Brady. But all in all, the data says this is going to be a closer game than what you realize. Kadarius Tony might sneak in a touchdown. Uh, Galladay is supposed to be healthy. And Saquon, I feel good about it. You're not saying they're going to win outright. No, I think it's going to be very close, though. Okay, okay. I, 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 it's taken everything I have not to throw a little, like, uh, you know, $10 on the money line to win 42. But I, I'm not ready. I'm not up. I'm up from last week, but that money's already in, in the account. For those people who may have skipped ahead to the podcast, if you're a giant Buccaneer fan, or for those of you who joined us late here on Facebook or YouTube, can you refresh that Brady Knight quote if you remember it off the top of your head? Because you joked about it at the start of the podcast. If you kind of, I don't want to put you on the spot because I know it's an older step, but you know, can you refresh people what you're talking about, the Tom Brady primetime stuff? That he's what? He's lost. He hasn't covered the last 11 spreads. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Tom Brady played after like 430. It had like a record of like unbelievably stupid bad. Like, it was it, like it, well, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. If you remember, um, one of the last shows we did on terrestrial radio, I broke down his interceptions to touchdown ratio went from like th- touchdown interception went from like three to one to one to one in game. The later the day went. So it was like three to one in one o'clock games. It was like two to one. And then it was like 
you know, it might be like two to two in four games, and then it was like one to one, or one to one and a half in late games. He makes he makes bad plays because he's tired, he's sleepy. Yeah, you know, it's it's late. Guys, these guys, these guys are meticulous about things. Like you, Joe Burrow talks about going to bed at like eight thirty at night every every night. You know what I mean? So it's like if Joe Burrow, who's you know early twenties, is a slave to going to bed at eight thirty at night, what's Tom Brady? 40, 44, 45 years old. Like, hell, I, I was up. I was woken up a few times last night, and I'm a wreck. I'm in shambles. I just imagine now Tom Brady doing the post-game press conference in a Snuggie. Like a weird, <laughs> like, Ebenezer Scrooge hat. <laughs> I got to go to bed soon. I Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be a close, good game. And you can come watch it. You know, it'll make a great game. Come here to the hideaway to watch it. I mean, that's that's what's up. We're giving away prizes. We've got a prize back. All you got to do is put your name in the box. Hang out with us till halftime. We do the drive at halftime. Your chance to win and cheer on the Buccaneers with me. Our pal Boston Dan, even though he's Boston Dan, he's a New York Giant fan. Yeah, I'll yeah. be cheering against him. He doesn't make a lot of sense. No. I mean, it's a, that's a known thing with him. Well, and, and let's not forget, the Danny Dimes thing started in Tampa. That was the Tampa game that he, they won. Um, Jameis threw a pick six or, or seven in that game, I think. Got in that missed field goal on the oh. cross coming back from the Bronx. Yeah. So I, I would just like to say that that Tampa is actually Daniel Jones' house. He owns that place. And if he wanted to buy a house outside of the market, the perfect person to talk to would be Cindy Martin from Howard Hanna. She's part of the Jen Karam team. Love her to death. I saw a, uh, I saw a Howard Hanna billboard earlier today, and I almost sent a picture of it to to cindy but that would be stupid because i was driving so i put my phone i didn't pick my phone up i thought about it didn't do it but the smart move if you're thinking about selling your house if you're thinking about buying a house is to get a hold of cindy martin because not only is she an amazing sports fan amazing realtor she's just an all-around good person who cares about her people um she's reached out to me to help out people through my tech east connections she's reached out to me because maybe she has a new client who's a big uh, fan of the albany empire and she's like hey they're asking this question. I have no problem answering it because it's Cindy. That's what's up. Um, right now, very low inventory. Homes are selling very quickly. So if, you, if, if you're putting it off, you're thinking maybe you're not getting what you want, you should at least reach out to Cindy. Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com, 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558. If you're moving out of the market, she'll get you in touch with the right realtor there. If you're just selling and staying in the market, she has an amazing just network of the top attorneys, inspectors, uh, all of it, everything you would need to get the perfect home for yourself or to get the most out of your home. Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com. Again, 518-932-5558. Love my girl, Cindy. Love her. Shout out to her. She's the best. She really, really is. Uh, all right. It is almost time to watch some football. Bobby Boucher. It is, but I need to ask you this. I've been dying for days to get your take on this in the non-traditional headline. And somebody listening back, please, Apple, Spotify, I need to get some mass opinion on this. Tiger King 2 is now on Netflix. Yep. It's out. This was the talk of COVID. If you were locked in your home, you had nothing to do. I fought this like the plague. I know, but you eventually watched it like everybody else did across the world. Loved it. Lived up to the hype. I don't know if I loved it. I didn't love it. I liked it. It was okay. Like, I never loved, there was never a part of me that was like, oh, I love Joe Exotic and all the meth mouth dudes that are hooking up with him. Are you going to watch Tiger King 2? Have you watched Tiger King 2? I have not watched it. I didn't know it was out yet. I didn't know it was out yet. Um, I was was busy watching, uh, catching up on uh, Day of the Dead, the series on sci-fi, which is extremely cheesy and stupid, but probably better than Tiger King 2. 
uh, Hellbound, which I don't really understand because it's uh, it's a Korean show, but it looks cool. Um, I, I watched a lot of things to not watch Tiger King 2. Uh, at some point, I'll watch it. Have you watched it yet? I have not watched it, and I've accepted that I probably will never watch it. What? I like Tiger King 1. I've now carved out with the baby and all this different stuff in different hours. I get a Friday night window. I get like 8 to 11 on Friday to catch up on my shows. And Secession and The Challenge are Secession's so amazing. freaking good this season. that I What am I going to get at Tiger King 2? I've read that Carol's not in it. Carol's like suing everybody. I got Joe Exotic's probably not. Well, I mean, what's left? Right? What's left to do? I mean, like, you just find out what everybody's doing now. Free the Tigers and let them get their revenge. That's what you're doing, Tiger Didn't King. they already preemptively strike a few of them? I'm letting the Tigers get the people, so I'm talking No, I'm about. saying, like, there's one lady who's only got one arm and stuff. Oh, like, no. I think they've already kind of they've already kind of started the war. They're ready. They're fired up. The Tigers are, are real. It's done. Why do we got to get a sequel on Tiger King? You're going to watch it. I know you're going to watch it. Succession is amazing. Uh, the new Dexter series is okay. Not not good. Um, oh, not uh, good. Al's in. Al's in. Here's what you should nope, have done for Dexter. I got my life back, so I'm I'm out on Tiger King too. <laughs> also, Baskin might murder you if you watch it. I mean, all these things are possible. All these things are very possible. Start Barkley, by the way, Al. I know yes. Barkley over so, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, get Barkley out there. Yeah, I mean, you're either it's gonna. I think Barkley's a boomer bust play. He's either gonna play and play great, or he's gonna get out there like once. But Kadarius Tony's boomer bust too because he's never healthy. Guy doesn't even remember his shoes half the time. Get Joe Exotic out of jail. This man needs to be freed. All right. We need still more content out there. Uh, President Trump did not pardon him. We thought that was going to happen. He did not pardon um, Joe, Joe Exotic. Exotic. No, I mean, it's probably better. That guy belongs in a cage. He belongs in a cage. He might win governor next time he runs and he gets he's out. Not so. getting, he's not winning anything. He's not getting out. When does he get out? Was he 20, like 52 or something? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, he's not getting out. I'm not gonna watch. Who, who's gonna too. date all the meth mouth guys of that of the of whatever? Of, what is it, where is he from? I don't even know where Oklahoma he's from. Is from. Oklahoma, yeah. I would rather watch the series allegedly. These are all allegedly because they all got they all wanted the clicks when it was popular. There's a series coming out on Hulu that Kate McKinnon's going to be Carol Baskin, and like they have like a whole TV series that are just actors as Tiger King, which I'm all about. I'd rather watch. I'm that. curious, are they going to do it funny or is they is it going to be one of those situations where they try to be serious? Like, is it going to be like the people versus OJ or whatever? Oh, no. Or is it going to be like hysterical? Because if it's like, here's my pitch, right? Kate McKinnon as Carol Baskin, um, maybe Fallon or somebody, Ryan Reynolds as Joe Exotic, and all the Tigers are, are, are Muppets. <laughs> That's my pitch. That's what I'm working with. There's a rumor floating on the internet that somebody was supposed to be Joe Exotic in a different series, a movie. It was going to be Nicolas Cage. That makes, but that's too real. I I can see that. Like um, John Daniel said, Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. I watched the first one. Not bad. Not bad. Yellowstone. Freaking amazing. Third season of Yellowstone. What is that on? Paramount? Paramount Plus? Netflix? Uh, NBC? Yeah, Paramount Plus now, I think. I watch it on the app. I do watch it on the apps. I still got a lot of apps from our radio days that they haven't taken away from me yet. So I'm just going to keep watching. Oh, you didn't get free apps? Free apps? I had to pay for ESPN Plus when I worked there. Yeah, I had to pay for that, too. I stopped that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not paying them anymore. Take, they, listen, listen, Mothership, give me a call. Huh? How much you how much you pretend you remember I exist? And maybe I'll maybe I'll pay for ESPN Plus again. Yeah, Jeff Martindale. Yeah. Jeff no one knows that reference except us. We've talked about, we've <laughs> talked about him. No, uh, Yellowstone, very good. Uh, Succession, very good. The Fear of the Walking Dead, I'm just riding it out now. It's not that good anymore. Um, World Beyond. I think we're going to see Rick Grimes soon. I really do. So that's the thing. Oh. But uh, that's it. And ha- it. Happy Thanksgiving, LeVac, to you and your family, to you listening, to you watching. We are back Saturday. 
back here at the Honda. We got some amazing shows coming up. The next two weekend shows in particular, amazing. Ohio State, Michigan, the yeah. last regular season college football weekend. We're here for the Nooners, so come join us whenever you want. And we got more exciting shows on the way the following week as well. Yeah, and I mean, and the I'll week just, after that, the whole, just, the whole month of December, Lebec. My dates just got confused. For, well, we're gonna, we're gonna do two show, two shows a week. I, I can't promise amazing. I can't even promise good. Two times a week, we'll show up and we'll do a show, and then you can listen to us, Apple, Spotify. Uh, you know, if you've got one of those old uh, radios you crank up, we pop out of that like nothing. It's great. It's amazing. Make sure you like, comment, and uh, pretend to be Joe Exotic to show everybody you like the, the show. We, we appreciate all that. Get to the hideaway. we got uh, we got time until kickoff. We'd love if you all came and hung out with us. Some Founders Beer specials going on. Amazing food. Great people. And, and John Danielle. Um, you know, so not everything's great. Uh, Trout likes me this week. There's an amazing amount of Ohio State fans in this in this freaking bar. For, for a place that I love. To have so much riffraff is insane. I don't get it. It makes no sense to They're me. They're all going to come out on Saturday for sure. Who's your most hated team as a Q's fan? Uh, UConn and Georgetown. Kind of, you know, one But it's more basketball. Hate. It's all yeah, basketball. one level of hate is just such hate, hate, hate. You right. Know, UConn and Georgetown together. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, it's Ohio State. Ohio State, I hate it. It's disgusting. It's a bad place. Are you you just get to this final digs before yeah. Saturday, well, before Trout gets a microphone. Because there, there he is. <laughs> there he Trout's is. here. The beautiful man himself. <laughs> Trout. Him Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So Trout's here. And uh, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for you to cry into a beer. Are you going to be able to actually, Trout, are you going to be able to drink with us on Saturday? Or are you working? Yes. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Let's go to the board. Ah, number one answer. Yes. Both. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're. We, let's uh, let's go ahead and do this. Let's uh, let's sit here, watch some football, give away some great prizes. Get to the hideaway right now. The food's amazing. The prizes are, are amazing. Gaz is eh, subpar, but uh, aside from that, everything else is great. Don, John Danielle's here, but we will pepper spray him if he gets too close to you. Don't worry. Uh, it's a, it's always come out and play with the old uh, what's bean bag there, the bean cornhole, bag. cornhole. People yeah. are examining play. the cornholes again, so they can do that to you if you want. When you do the gimp finger and say cornhole, I get really uncomfortable. Go ahead, just go ahead I get really cornhole. really uncomfortable. Like it's watching the replay on YouTube of me doing that looked like the most unathletic thing possible. My God! Yeah. No, Look no, no. I would like, I would like to, uh, I would like to challenge that. Do your punch. Take what that. If <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it, John's like, "What is that?" Yeah, uh, guys has always wondered why boxers don't throw both hands at once. Revolutionize the sport. Double the power. <laughs> Think about it, Trout. <laughs> I think it's a good one All to right. sign off. <laughs> <laughs> happy thanksgiving everybody uh, make sure you uh make make sure you're here for saturday to watch all the bucket eyes fans just cry their eyes out can't wait can't wait uh it's all i have left yankees are done raiders are toast it's all i got left it's all i got left is michigan so let's go blue all right buddy have a great one be good we'll see you over here at the hideaway